it's a good morning, right? Early in the week, I, 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 I uh, seem to lose track of my days. I get, I get so many things going. So good morning. Hope you're having a good day today. Uh, we are talking about Bible prophecies and uh, what's taking place at the end times and what's, what's happening um, and what's going to happen in what we believe is going to happen in the days to come. All right. So that's what we have this morning. And let me let me uh, let me start by asking a question. Uh, this I found this in, in, in one of the books that I'm using from I think this one's from Tim LaHaye. Um, what would you think if an Episcopal bishop who loudly championed the following views? Okay, what would you what would you think? that the resurrection of Christ was not real, but a legend. There was no empty tomb, no angels, no appearances. No reasonable person could believe in the literal in interpretation of the Bible. The virgin of a literal Bible, the virgin of Annunciation, Bethlehem, and the manger will have to go. And the church should actively endorse, even celebrate, homosexual behavior, as well as heterosexual liaisons outside of marriage. And you say, well, that's impossible. Surely there's nobody that did that. Well, yes. Um, John Shelby Spong, he was the Episcopal, Episcopal Bishop of Newark, New Jersey. He promoted all of those political views, uh, sorry, heretical views, in a book, and here's what his book was titled, Why Christianity Must Change or Die. And so somebody wrote a review of that and it says, oddly enough, Spong's views do not seem particularly new. In fact, his views seem very much in keeping with the religious humanist variety of Unitarianism. And, he, and the reviewer goes on to say, what is remarkable is not the beliefs themselves, but that an Episcopal bishop would be the one to embrace them so yeah that's that is remarkable right that is remarkable um, the Bible calls uh, calls this and what's going to happen before um, the coming of the Lord right uh, but before the day of the Lord and the revelation of, of the man of sin okay so before any of that happens there's going to be a great departing or apostasy now the expositors Bible Robert Thomas, he says, um, we get our, um, the word apost apostasia, and it points to a deliberate abandonment of a former professed position, okay? Um, so, so we see a great departing. Now, let's take a look at what's going on in our world today. Is there a great departing? Uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter or chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, I'm going to read it. I think this is, uh, yeah, this is the English Standard Version. So uh, chapter 2, starting in verse 1, it says, Now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus and our being gathered together to him, we ask you, brothers, not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed either by a spirit or a spoken word or a letter seeming to be from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. Let no one deceive you in any way. For that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction. All right. 
So, so what's going to happen is there has to be, uh, there's, there's going to be an abandonment of, of what truly Christianity is. There's going to be folks that will call themselves Christians, but, but they are not. And they're, they, they will be insincere in all that they do. Now, um, this isn't the only passage of Scripture that, that talks about this, right? It is uh, 1 Timothy 4, 1 and 2. It says, The Spirit expressly says that in the, late, in the latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. Now, again, the word depart means to withdraw from. So do we see any of that? Of course we do. We see a lot of that going on in our world today. There's a lot of folks um, that, that uh, are being deceived by some of the shenanigans of, of some of these folks that call themselves preachers. Uh, there are some. Uh, it, they, you know, we've talked about it many times. Uh, not, 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 maybe not on this. Maybe yeah, probably so on this as well, on, on some of these studies. But also, you know, in, in, our, in our messages and in, in the messaging that we have here at River Rock, um, you know, there are some that uh, are, they call them the health and the wealth prosperity gospel, this prosperity gospel, right? Where all of, all of this is, uh, it's, it's, really, uh, it's really quite an amazing thing when you watch it, right? So one of the biggest things that they do, uh, the, the wealth and prosperity kind of guys and gals, uh, first, they, they talk to you about how you can be rich. God wants you to be rich. God wants you to be healthy. And if you, if you think right, you're going to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Well, the, the Bible doesn't say that. Um, Job, as a matter of fact, said man's days are full of trouble, right? Um, so we, we see that in some of the doctrine that we have today. And it's, it's, it's pulling people away from the, the true uh, reason that, that, we, that we share the gospel, and that is to see folks come to Christ through salvation, right? So we see that in some of those teachings, and we also see some uh, of the little teachings, right? Some other teachings, uh, like the little God, the, the little God's teaching. Uh, there, are, there are several that have, um, you know, preached and, and taught and are teaching uh, that we are, since we are in the image of God, that we are little gods. And that, friend, that's just not true. That's just not, that's, that, that's not right, right? Um, we, are, we are children, God's children. Amen. Amen. Well, when we accept Christ, we are. But we, we are his creation. We are not equal with God in any way. So you have that kind of apostasy and that kind of heretical thing going on. There are also many teachings that are out there uh, that will take, that, that say hell is, is really just not real. Um, hell is, is an allegory um, that... Um, you know, there, again, there's just I had had a thousand of them in my head uh, before I started. So, so we see where there's this great withdrawal. There's this this coming away of what's happening. And so, First Timothy 
uh, 4 talks about it, and it says, The Spirit expressly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, uh, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. Um, so, a, a departing, right? A departing. And <clears throat> the last word that, that occurs there here in the passage, um, it, it causes us to pause, right? Um, it causes us to pause. Those those words do, and you stop and you think and you say, well, what what is it that 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 you know? How are people being pulled away? And it's slowly, a little bit at a time. Um, Satan doesn't come on an all-out attack. Satan goes a little bit at a time. Satan, uh, there'll be a, a subtle miss here or a subtle miss there. Um, you know, something has been said differently and you know at first somebody will say something and you're like well that doesn't sound quite right but then they'll they, the people will keep saying it over and over and over again and you say okay well it must be right right so satan does things subtly until finally you look at the whole work you kind of you you kind of step back from it and you can see where the deception of satan has been right you can see how how satan has deceived and how satan has changed things so here's another one. Uh, there's going to come a time, 2 Timothy chapter 4, uh, the time's going to come when men will not uh, adhere to sound doctrine. Instead, they'll suit their own desires. They'll gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. And they'll turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. Okay? Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of myths. A lot of myths. Um, that are out there, there and, and people are, are, are drawn to those. A lot of it is, is more humanist, right? A lot, of, a lot of what's going on is what we can do. What do we do? We do, we do. You know, you do this and do that. Um, for instance, God says if, <clears throat> you know, they say if you plant a seed, this is back to the prosperity gospel, guys. If you plant a seed in my ministry, you know, God's going to bless it a 10 times, 100 times, you know. And they take scripture out of context, and that's and they'll use it and twist it and make it use uh, useful for them, right? So you're seeing that false teachers um, are rarely in a spiritual vacuum, right? They start appearing because people want to hear and act on doctrines that appeal to them, that appeal to them, uh, their you know their desires, you know what they want. Uh, and we see that. And can you see that in the world today? Of course we can. And so, you know, again, here's, here's another one here uh, in Revelation 3, verse, starting verse 15. It says, I know your deeds. You're neither cold nor hot. Well, who's he talking about here? The church at Laodicea, uh, the, Laodicea um, the Laodicean church, right? They, they were very rich. They, they, they felt that they had nothing. They, um, they you know, they were doing church, but they, they didn't, but they didn't have Christ in the church, if that makes sense. Um, as a matter of fact, they were lukewarm. Lukewarm. So there's a drift towards apostasy. Okay, we're seeing that drift. Look over the last, um, if, if you've got any age on you at all, um, you know, I'm not all that old, 
Um, but if you have any age on you at all, look back and see how there's been a, a, a departure or a drift towards apostasy. Now, again, they, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it may not have been sudden, but it's, it's, it is, it is a drift. And by the time, by the, you know, for instance, has anybody ever been uh, out on a boat? Uh, you're on a rowboat or, or you're out swimming or something and there's a, there's a current. Well, and then you allow yourself to be taken by the current. Well, before long, your starting point is way up yonder, right? Your starting point is way far off from where you started at and you're far, you have drifted far from the shore. And so, um, that's what's happening with, with what's going on in the world today. That's what's going on in the world today. So how do we defeat that? How do we overcome that? Well, study the Bible and know what the Bible says. Let the Holy Spirit tell you, show you, help you understand the Bible. Amen? Um, and so there's also a um, kind of a deadening effect, a deadening effect. Um, there were some uh, liberal fellows, liberal church folks, that organized what's called the Federal Council of Churches in 19, in 19 the 1940s. Okay, it turned into very being uh, um, is very ultra liberal, pro communist, and you know, um, you know they they abandoned it in droves. Uh, that dissolved. You now have the National Council of Churches. Um, and that's kind of like cultural Christianity. And you're seeing a lot of churches that are out there, a lot of groups of churches that are coming together and they're saying, okay, um, why can't we all come together? Why can we not all come together? Uh, let's all come together and, and we can all worship the same God. Well, um, again, I'm not, I'm not against, um, I'm not against cooperating with with other churches but they have to be of like faith right you, you what the, what these other what these churches in the in the world today are doing uh, is they are saying you need to drop what what you hold to so strongly so that we can all agree on at least one or two things well there are just some things that you can't turn loose of the virgin birth of Christ the death burial and resurrection of Christ you can't turn loose of those things Salvation by faith, uh, through grace by faith, by faith through grace in Jesus Christ. Amen. Those are things that you can, that you need to grab a hold of and hold on to tightly. So some, somebody, he asked in the book, how, how close are we? How close are we? Um, in a recent Gallup poll, it indicated that 41% of the American population claims to be born again. Now, this was probably back about 15 years ago. No, not 15. Yeah, about 10 or 12 years ago. Uh, and, and a doctrine seldom or never, are, are never mentioned uh, by apostate denominations. Um, and so being born again is seldom mentioned. It's very rarely mentioned. And if it is, it's in passing. And so there's 41% that claim to be born again. So that's okay, but that leaves 59% who are not. So 
what's happening is is that that um, percentage the older this population gets and the more some of the older folks pass on and the younger folks come are coming in that that percentage is, is going to drop and it continues to drop and there are a lot of a lot of teachings that are out there a lot of humanist teachings a lot of um, gosh there's so much mess and garbage that's out there and we truly need to understand that this is a sign of the end times right this is a prophecy this is gonna this has to happen before Christ comes and so um, somebody says well why does it have to happen well I don't know I'm not God but I, I will say that um, if you were if you stay close to Christ, if you if you study your Bible, if you uh, you know continue to stay close to Him, you will not be impacted by this. When I say that, what I'm saying is is that your faith will stay strong in the days of apostasy. All right, so pretty pretty tough stuff right? Pretty hard stuff. And, but know that God is in control. Amen. Know that God is in control. Well, friends, it's been another good day today. Be safe today. I think we have a wind advisory out today. Um, I don't think we're supposed to get storm storms, uh, storm storms, really bad storms. Um, but I think we're, we could get some rain and some, but the wind is going to be, is going to be tough. So, uh, batten down the hatches. Uh, if you go outside, especially if you if you don't weigh a whole lot, <laughs> put some extra weight in your pockets, okay? Well, friends, have a good day today. I hope you have a good day. Be safe in all that you do. Hey, know, your, know this pastor loves you, but know Jesus loves you most. And by all means, uh, share the gospel of Jesus Christ with those around you today. Amen? Amen. Well, friends, until next time, we'll see you then. Bye-bye for now.